David, nice to see you, my friend. I hope you're feeling great. You're looking at a market that is going back and forth after four weeks of selling, and we still have breaking news in Washington. What, how are you feeling about the market overall? Is there opportunity, or are you worried? Uh, a little bit of both. Nice to see you, and uh, you'll notice the hair is a little shorter than the last time I was on your show, uh, Michelle, uh, Nicole. It was just great to be here. Uh, in the uh, barber's chair and get a little bit of a haircut. Now, the market, The uh, my feeling is that this was a very much needed cleansing, purging catharsis that we've had in September after the huge run, 75% up from the lows for NASDAQ. Uh, Nicole, 60% up from the lows for the uh, Standard & Poor's 500. And we've given back about 5% of it. This is... Uh, this is not a time to plunge in, but you can begin looking over things. My feeling is that we've begun a new long-term bull market. Bull markets begin in recessions. Uh, this has been a, a very nasty recession that we've had in 2020. So this is a time to uh, make some lists, get ready to, to start adding uh, in, a, in a selective way that can take advantage, no matter what happens to the election, that can take advantage of the growing middle class globally, that can take advantage of digitalization of, of the world, of the economy, that can take advantage of technological uh, improvements. And uh, very important, Nicole, is to take advantage of the uh, money printing that's been going on. And that is something that uh, I we think, and I think you need to uh, position yourself uh, what is the value of cash? Cash is going to be worth less uh, if this money printing uh, and currency debasement keeps going on. So a positive outlook. Uh, I don't know that the correction is totally done yet. There's no reason to rush in before November 3rd, the election. And you and you've talked about on your show. Uh, we all know that the election results may not be known for sure uh, on uh, Tuesday, November 3rd in the evening. So. Uh, this is a time to keep some powder, be prepared to put it to work selectively, judiciously, cautiously. You can begin, uh, Nicole, to start m moving a little bit from the growth over to the value side. Value means banks. Value means uh, some selected energy companies uh, with a nice yield. Uh, value means some utilities. Uh, listen, you're going to have a binary outlook. If, if there's a blue wave, if there's a blue wave, it's going to be tough for the, uh, for the for the financial sector. It's going to be tough for some of the big technology companies. It's going to be tough for the energy companies. Uh, on the other hand, if it's a split, if it's a split uh, White House uh, and uh, Senate uh, result from, uh, from the election, when we finally do know the results, uh, then you, they will not. They will recover somewhat. So this is the time to make some lists, be prepared, build up some cash, and begin slowly, cautiously, judiciously, appropriately moving some from the growth to the value. You can also begin to move from the large cap, the mega caps, to the mid cap and small cap sector, Nicole. And finally, you can move some a little bit from the U.S. to Europe and Japan, which are so cheap. Wow. So you really, it's interesting. You're really changing position from someone who's very bullish, right? So you talk about some of the bullish factors, some of the bearish factors, and really gearing up with a more value, somewhat more defensive type of uh, portfolio overall. I know some of the names that you were talking about, Walmart, Chevron, 
Raytheon, and Visa. Tell me about those names. Why those, David? Uh, well, just just like last time we were visiting together, Nicole, um, you want to have some yield. You want to have some yield. People need yield. People need income uh, for spending. People need income for reinvesting, which is so important, as you know, to generate long-term returns. Chevron basically yields 7.3%. The last 10-year median return on equity has been 11%. They've got great exposure in the Permian Basin, which is this prolific area, which uh, when the economy does continue to, to, to recover. And I would want to uh, emphasize here, in terms of all four of these names, I want to emphasize, in you, you get to the end of the first quarter, Nicole, you will have a new president, okay? It might be the same. You will have a president, okay? It might be the same, might be a new one. You will have economic numbers that will be comparing against the very sharp fall off of last year in the first and second quarter. So you'll have positive comparisons. And you know what? You'll be that much closer yeah. to a vaccine. I don't know. But get ready for some very positive news uh, three, four months, three, four months down the line. So be prepared for that. So next would be uh, Raytheon. Now, Raytheon Technologies, they did this merger, you know, Raytheon and United Technologies back in April of this year. Their return on equity long term is 20 percent. They have a yield of 3.3 percent. So you got a 7.3 percent yield in Chevron. You got a 3.3 percent yield in um, Raytheon Technologies. There, There's your yield portion of the portfolio. And you got... Uh, the, the best thing about Raytheon Technologies business is like a razor blade business. They sell jet engines and then they get this service contract. And it's about with this merger, it's really much more positively positioned, half defense, half commercial. So th that's why uh, you want to look into, into this one. It's not an expensive stock right now. Number three is Walmart. Now, Walmart uh, and uh, Visa are not uh, they are not. Uh, uh, high yielding stocks. Walmart yields one and a half percent, Nicole. Uh, Visa yields 0.6 percent. You're buying these for exposure to these long term themes that we've been talking about. That what are we talking about? Uh, Walmart has really become on strong to compete with the other company called Amazon. Uh, the uh, uh, e-commerce, Walmart has really come in, come on strong there, and that is this growing consumer class, a uh, growing consumer class in the United States and abroad. Walmart has 11,500 stores, 405 billion uh, market cap, and their 10-year right. return on equity is 21%. And lastly, Visa, Visa, you saw this, nobody spends cash anymore. Uh, Nicole, the- uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, people sitting around with cash, and it's all now a digital. And so Visa is a digitalization, globalization. Look, see this cash that's been sitting in the pocket. Have, have, nobody wants to touch it. Nobody yeah. wants to spend it. Visa yielding 0.6% with a 19% 10-year uh, median return right. on equity. Nine trillion of transactions last year. They they have a great uh, a global position. They're the number one in the world, as you know, largest payment processor in the world. Mm hmm how about this? I just need a yes or no. Would you consider buying into FANG next year when you think things look a little better? Yes.